back at WNST, Towson, Baltimore, and Baltimore Positive. This is going to be a fun one. I, now, everybody sort of knows I'm a little bit on respite right now. Definitely doing a whole bunch of Radio Row. It's Radio Row month here uh, and 28 years worth of Super Bowl interviews and Hall of Famers and lost interviews, forgotten interviews, things you didn't know about but you found out at Baltimore Positive. We're going to be taking the Maryland Crab Cake Tour back out on the road March 3rd. We're back at Drug City. Even though I'm wearing my, this is brand new Costas. I've never worn this one before on the sets. I, so I got the white Costas now to get away from that Steelers thing going on with the black and gold. Uh, we're going to be at Drug City on March 3rd. My dear, dear middle school uh, musician, teacher, friend, my fair lady companion who's now 81 years of age, Calvin Stadium will be my guest, as well as some others, other Dundalk legends joining us at Drug City. It's all brought to you by the Maryland Lottery. Uh, we will be getting ourselves out on the 50th anniversary trail. I will have, see, I have these, these are the scratch-offs, and this is going to be the topic. I have Ravens here, and I have a holiday cash drop, but we're going to have the new 50th anniversary. It's also brought to you by Window Nation, 866-90-NATION. You buy two, you get two free, and you get two years of free financing as well, so make sure you tell them I sent you in. We've had a nice, nice winter here, but as I'm laying low here, in February, trying to like sort of regroup and regather and doing Radio Row Month. And I am mixing some pleasures in. And one of them is the old wishbone and the old lottery. Every time I go over to the lottery uh, headquarters, HQ, I stop by Rofo because it's right across the street too, Washington Boulevard. But every time I go up, they let you out of this elevator in the old monkey wards and you walk down the hallway and there's all these cool, cool old posters that I remember from East Point Liquors when I was a kid going in with my parents and walking by and through all of the eras of lottery. And I've always thought, that's cool. I bet I've taken a hundred selfies in front of that wall over the course of time. And this is the year. And John Martin has sworn to me they're bringing it back. 50 years of Maryland lottery. Kate Airy, uh, and, and she has been highly recommended by John Martin as being fun in this one because she's not only uh, doing all the backdoor lottery stuff that I need to know about, learning about all these incredible products and 50th anniversary, but also a Ravens fan as well. Uh, we welcome you in. You've, I mean, John has rolled out the carpet two, three weeks now because he knows that I'm intellectually curious about what goes into making the snowman the snowman and the raven bird the raven bird. So welcome aboard. It's good to have you here. Thank you for having me. It's a, it's a pleasure. I've been looking forward to this. What? Well, and nobody ever asked you about this stuff, right? Like you're the person I said to my wife, I'm like, she's the one, like when they do the monopoly, this, or they do the, you know, branding that, or I remember back in the day, we had three stooges branding and all sorts back when scratch offs were still like sort of in their, you know, infancy, all of these products now and apps and my wife plays jackpots. And whenever I give these away and I'll be giving them away at, uh, at drug city, also on the eighth, we'll be back at Fadley's in Lexington market, taking the Maryland crab cake to we're back out on the road and getting hungry thinking about it. Um, when I give these away, people win. Or when they don't, when they scratch and they're app and people are up on second, they know what's going on. But at the end of the day, there is something about branding that uh, brings it all together. And there's a reason you want to work with the Ravens and work with the Orioles and work with. But this is your own branding. This is like internal, like sort of what I've been doing here for 31 years. Isn't aren't we cool? Isn't this like cool? The Maryland Lottery, right? 
Very cool. Yes. And you're exactly right. You know, there's a lot of reasons we want to partner with the fabric of the community, right? The Ravens, the Orioles, but we, the lottery, we're also the fabric of the community. Been around for 50 years. You can't think of Maryland or think of winning without thinking of Maryland lottery. And the wishbone logo happens to be my favorite nostalgic logo as well. See, I knew we'd be fast friends. See, John knew that. Right. <laughs> but I just I think the wishbone is it's not just nostalgic, right? It um, it's representative of luck. So for me, someone who's superstitious, both in lottery and in sports, um, <laughs> I like the logo that represents luck, makes me feel lucky. OK, so give everyone your background, because I always like to paint this through the years as far as how long someone's been involved with an association or a passion or you know, people ask me, how far do you go back with the Orioles? Well, I said, or the Ravens. I'm like, and I go back to the Colts. Right. So like, <laughs> you know, so but for, for the Maryland lottery, I'm a kid from Dundalk. I'm born in 1968. The lottery was obviously born in 1973. Uh, and I sort of remember, I don't remember a time when there was no lottery, but I sort of, you know, I had Italian uncles and whatnot. We've talked about book around here in the bookmaker salad and uh, mobile sports wagering and how all of this has gotten so much mature as an industry, right? And I remember the numbers in the neighborhood back in the 70s where all of our neighbors, Miss Edie, I always See, anytime I could bring Edie Elliott up, the great, late, great Edith Elliott, my neighbor uh, from four doors down, she played the lottery every day of her life, uh, you know, sent the kids up to Zanino's. They would, you know, wouldn't sell them. She had to go like the whole deal. Right. Yeah. And I mean, it was a it, you said fabric like. Hey, I got news for you. Not, not down in the Ravens, but y'all been around longer than the Ravens have been, right? So, <laughs> yep, yep. Um, so give everybody your background of coming into the because I come into that building to pick up tickets for giveaways, and I've known Roz for a million years. I've known John, like you know everybody around there. I mean, I go back to Buddy. I knew Buddy, right? I'm in the Buddy Rugal room, right? So yeah. I've been doing this a long time. But when I go in there, you know what I'm talking about when you get off the yes. elevator and every logo you've ever had and old posters from probably pre last century right it's yeah your archives are sitting there for whomever's got kate's job you can go through it but it sounds to me like you've been at this a long time with the lottery so part of this is also baked into things you remember when you were maybe a kid and we don't want to say that for playing but for all of your lifetime you've seen these images if you're from this area Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so I've been with the lottery for 15 years. Um, I started when I was 10. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> but um, I went to University of Maryland College Park and I actually majored in communication and rhetoric. I thought I was going to be a speech writer. And I now- saw that on your resume. What the <laughs> hell? Rhetoric? Yeah. I, mean, I majored in that for 31 years and I don't even have a degree in it. You know, I, I thought I was right around DC. I thought I wanted to be a speechwriter, but um, by the time I graduated college, I was so sick of politics that I wanted nothing to do with it. Um, and funny story, my husband, his aunt actually was an avid lottery player and she found the job posting, told me I should take a shot. Um, and it never would have occurred to me to work for the lottery. It, you know, it's the secret sauce that's behind the scenes and you just never think about what goes into it. But I, like I said, I've been here for 15 years. The longest I'd ever been at a job before this was four years. I worked for a newspaper. I was a reporter. Um, and this is the perfect blend of right brain, left brain, data and analytics and creativity to keep me occupied and challenged and I mean, I make games for a living that sometimes make people rich. What's not to love about that, right? Uh, it's it's awesome. 
And I absolutely remember, um, you know, that it could be you song and, you know, all of the old advertising that is, is no more. Um, but I still sing it at my desk sometimes because it's, it's like I said, part of our community. It's part of our shared collective memory. Um, and I like to think that some of the things I'm doing today are becoming the shared collective memory of tomorrow, right? Um, so it's really important to me when I put these programs together that they're not just creating winning opportunities, but they're memorable winning opportunities and memorable programs that, you know, your kids and your neighbor's kids will remember when when they're old enough to play. <laughs> so I, I always give these away one at a time, right? And they're seasonal. And I've been with the lottery three years now, I'm a bit over 30 years. We've given tickets away back in the nineties, you know, back when y'all were out on Reisterstown Road, you were part of that operation probably back then, right? I actually came right after that. Okay, well, fair enough. I mean, I said, I, I go back a long time. I've been doing this. And this is the first time ever, and it was only a couple of events I did in January. Because, man, I did a lot of crab. I did 31 crab cakes in 31 days in August. I run around a lot for the lottery and weekends and shows and all over the state, literally. And I sort of slowed down here, and we're getting back out. I will again say we'll be at Drug City on the 3rd. Uh, I might be wearing my Costas in shirt because I wore my Drug City shirt to Costas. Um, and and <laughs> on the 8th we'll be at Fadley's at Lex in the market the old market there's still Fadley's is still in the old market come on by and see us and I give these away and I was out in January and I just happened you know I said to John and Ross I have a few of these left and these were left and I'm like this is what I have we're going to give them away because I want to get the wishbones right I'm waiting for March and you know for all of the new tickets which is how you happened because I think we just got into this on the conversation a couple weeks ago and this is the first time ever that I've had two different tickets so the last couple shows I did, I went up to people and I was like, which one do you want? You know, I was at GNA at Coney Island over. And it was interesting to see there was a there was a woman in a Ravens jacket that, that picked the holiday ticket. Really? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's interesting as to where people's minds are as to what's a fun game or what's because at the end of the day, you know, you cannot know how to play the game and scratch and just hit the app. And we always recommend that anyway because you have more chances to win. But when you're putting these things together, start soup the nuts about your involvement in this. And obviously things like the Ravens and these in they're about colors and birds and like what and but the the how the game is played and occupies you to see whether I win or not. Because I do see people a little confused by the games from time to time because you kind of have to you have to figure it out. It's walking into the carnival and saying, how do I play the game? And then how do I navigate? And, oh, look, I won. And then when you see people win 50 bucks, which I've done a lot, it beats other lines of work. It is really cool when people win and I'm like, and they think I gave them the ticket. Yes, I did, <laughs> but it's cool. You know, you can take credit <laughs> I do, or blame. <laughs> well, you know, we want our games to be intuitive. So we want the objective is for them to be fun and exciting and grab someone's attention. But I want someone to be able to look at the game and pretty much guess how you can play. I don't want someone to have to study the play instructions before they scratch it and play it. Right. Um, but you know, certain price points, like our $3 price point is our extended play price point. So those games at our $3 price point, you can bet that when you buy those, they're going to have a little more play value. So those are bingos, crosswords, or games that take a little longer to play um, and find out if you won. Um, so the draw for those players isn't just finding out if they won, it's actually the play action itself. Um, it's the game itself. Um, but it's like the, my wife with Wordle every night. 
you know, there's um, no reward there, but if she could get it in two and make 10 bucks, that would really be something. That's bragging rights too, right? (laughs) Yeah. That's, that's the hot word game of the moment. Um, but for the most part at our other price points outside of the $3 price point, we stick to key number match a lot of the time, which is where there's a bank of numbers at the top and a bank of numbers under the, your numbers area that you have to match. Um, that's just very intuitive, very, pretty much any player can match numbers against numbers. Um, the other really popular play style that we do is a symbol match where there's a bank of symbols and you're matching against other symbols. Um, just that's a little more whimsical. Um, it's, I don't see emoji well, so I needed to say two dollars yeah. or five dollars usually, or I'm like scratching my head saying, mm, you know, yeah, I'm smart about some things, but some things I can be, you know, a box of rocks, like literally, right? <laughs> well, you know, we want to make our games, like I said, intuitive, but easy enough that anybody can play them. But I agree, some lottery games are a little more intimidating than others, um, particularly on the draw side. Kino and racetracks, I know, can be a little intimidating for people who aren't familiar with how to play those. But the nice thing about Scratch is the aesthetic of the pretty colors and the flashy sparkliness at the at retail um, really encourages impulse buy and it's it opens us up to a new player because even if you don't know how to play lottery, if something catches your attention and you like how it looks, you could still try it. And then hopefully you have a winning experience and you play for life. Kate Airy is here. She's here to make products that you want to play for life. It's the 50th anniversary. I would hold up the wishbone thing, but I don't have any of those because they're coming soon. And on March 3rd, uh, we'll be back on the Maryland Crab Cake Tour down at Drug City. Then again on the 8th at Fadley's and a whole bunch of dates that I'm adding and putting into March and April and May. There'll be crab cakes. And there's a, there's a rumor that I'm doing oysters uh, for my 31st anniversary uh, in, uh, in August uh, and the 25th anniversary of WNST. So uh, stay tuned on that. I'm looking for new recipes and new ways to Rockefeller and stew and uh, and raw and shuck and do all that kind of stuff as well. For 50th anniversary, uh, John had been talking about this a couple years ago, and I know I had taken a, a funny selfie in that hallway, and I talked about the wishbone. And I guess the weirdest part for me and the neatest part of nostalgia in any way is when you haven't seen it in a while. And I've done this on like Houston Oilers, like I'm an old Oilers fan. And that Derek kind of like the, you know, sort of the, the stick figure Derek and the stick figure uh, uh, wishbone, these simple, simple images, you know, and I, I talk art around here sometimes when I have my old art teacher, Joyce Bucci on, but there, it, it, but branding is simple, uh, purple and orange in a city, right? Like things that I've done, um, and, and, and this Costas logo with the baseball logo, it all throws you to something else in another time. I don't think it's hard, but if you are a 25 year old person, I think there is something about the wishbone that may not be nearly as nostalgic as it is to somebody me or even older than me who actually played it because I think it was probably gone before I was old enough to play. Maybe I think it feels like it was there forever, but when I was in that hallway, I hadn't seen it in like forever forever and ever and ever and now you're bringing it back and i think you're hoping that people may have the same mojo about it that i have or you have but this has been something that's years in the making and i know john have been talking about it for a long long time and when did you get started on said 50th anniversary project and saying wishbone nestor will like that so will every so will miss Edie if she were still here you know <laughs> um let's see we've been I've been working on anniversary initiatives for 
a little over two years now. I know that's crazy that it's gnarly. They're about to launch, but yeah, about two years now. Um, and you know, in our industry, like most industries, it's always about what's new, what's coming down the pipeline, what's the next innovation that our vendors are bringing to us. Um, so when it's always about that hustle and that urgency of what's next and want to be the first and want to be cutting edge, when you get to revisit something, a classic, if you will, um, it's so refreshing. And um, it's actually the first ever instant ticket that the lottery ever produced was in 1976, and it was called Instant Win. We took that design and rebooted it for this wishbone ticket, Instant Lottery. Um, so I'm playing and- the same game that my parents brought home in 76. I asked John, yeah. does the silver stuff still really get stuck under your nails the way it did back in the 70s? Yeah, it does. That's what he said too. And I'm like, come on, man. You know, I know it's not as gummy as it used to be. I mean, it used to get get everywhere, right? You'd wear it. Yeah, you know, it's it's designed to strip away from the play area, but um, not stay there and congest it because you need to see if you've won. But it has to be um, sticky enough that it's still secure, right? We I remember back in 76, off. they made those quarters. If you rub too hard, you'd scratch off the thing. And there was no digital. So you were always like, easy, easy on a scratching. Yeah. yeah, you know, but but for for you to bring that back, I mean, that's an amazing, and it's an amazing story. So it's the same game, same, mar- you found the old tickets then, they yes. exist. Um, yeah, we have a couple of them. Um, there was actually a framed one in our di- old director of communication, Carol. She just retired in December, uh, but she had a framed one of this old ticket, Instant Lottery. Um, and we scanned it in, sent it to our vendors, had our vendors kind of use this as an art project um, where they submitted designs to us. Um, it's slightly different. So the original was only a, an inch and a half wide. It was very skinny. Um, and this ticket is a four by four. So it's a square. Um, the original ticket was also a dollar. This new ticket is $2. Um, and we're offering more robust prizes, a better prize structure than the original. And there's a second chance contest that's slightly different. The original had a collect and win contest that was actually mail in. You mailed in, <laughs> you collected letters and mailed in complete sets of letters um, where, you know, that's a little antiquated. So we decided to go in a different direction. Um, and it's just a enter non-winning tickets into my lottery rewards for a chance to win Um different prizes. We have five prizes of $10,000 in that second chance contest um, in five different drawings that span um, from March 14th all the way to June 6th is the last second chance drawing for that product. Kate Airy has been promised to be a great guest. You mentioned the great Carol Gentry. I mean, she, you know, I'm going to miss having her around after all these years. And so many folks come to the lottery, stay a long time. It's such a um, an interesting industry in that I don't know how you move laterally from there to some, I mean, it's, it's very specific, I guess, in it what is. it it is. And, um, so I'll just say that I'll tell this story because it involves a Hollywood casino. Another one of our partners, we just signed up, uh, with, I was up at Barstool for Super Bowl, and I ran into a buddy of mine. I'll let him be nameless because he prefers to be off the internet, but he's a lifer cop 29 years. He teaches the Academy. His brother's one of my best friends in the world. And we just happened upon each other and we're like in the buffet getting some food before the game and he's like he's like the next job i get he says it's a cop all you do is deal with people with everybody's hurt injured complain you're just and it's great and it's but it's a life of dealing with complacent next place i want to be i want i said oh i got the place i said i do the lottery thing all they do is give money away i said everybody that walks in there is like Friggin' happy they're there to cash a huge check and i said that's gonna be like the happiest place in the world where you guys work right 
Yeah, it's pretty great. I'm not trying to <laughs> brag or anything, but um, I have an awesome job. It's an incredible place with incredible people. We all work very, it's very intense, but it's a labor of love um, because like I mentioned earlier, we make games that sometimes make people rich. That's so exciting and so fun to, you know, produce a game, release it into market and then have a winner come into our winner circle and give them a big check for the game I just made. I mean, there's there, I can't think of anything better. Yeah. You know, I, I mentioned this to John and it's probably was like when it was a, a billion two and it's been that a couple of times with jackpots with mega millions and, and Powerball. Every time my wife's at the Rofo at the wise, I wore the Costas and I want to go back to one, one last thing about those tickets in the machines. But I, you know, I said to John, I, I, I brought the billion two up and it was, it was ticking up at that time. And I, I've known John a little while and I didn't realize how competitive the state lotteries are when it gets to that level that you really want to see that ticket sold in Leonardtown or Salisbury or Westminster or Baltimore or Dundalk or, or Costas or wherever. Right. Like oh, yeah. there, there really is a part and, and there is a bigger thing about taxing in the state and, and, and it's, it's better for our state to have jackpot winners than not, but competing against every, you know, state of Washington was the big winner a couple of weeks ago. And, but you wake up and you find out where it is, but in your building, it's like, you really want to like, you know, get the TV trucks out somewhere in uh, Reisterstown and say, we got a billionaire somewhere here. Right. Oh yeah. I remember um, we had a Powerball big jackpot winner a couple of years ago, the three amigos, they were three public school teachers and the hype waiting for them to come in. There was media camped out um, in our building for like a week ahead of time, um, just trying to stalk people coming into the building, hoping it was the winners. They were smart enough that they didn't alert anyone. And, you know, the media camped outside didn't get pictures of them or anything, but um, it, it's a frenzy. It really is. And it's a frenzy we're glad to have. <laughs> well, I mean, we're uh, creating miracles and memories. Uh, we'll be doing some more of that out on the Maryland Crab Cake Tour. Um, Kate Airy has promised me the cool tickets. And I got this new Costa shirts. First time I've worn it. I went to dinner night before the Super Bowl out there, got some oysters, Rockefeller. I felt like a, felt like a millionaire myself, right? At Costas. But the, the machines and the products you make and these tickets and the colors and the games and gold and you know, seasonal and we're about to roll out a whole 50th anniversary thing, that it, it is amazing to me now how ubiquitous they are, how in front of places that they can sit in the corner. And I, I said this like a cigarette machine used to, or a pinball machine used to, or a Pac-Man machine that, that it takes up some space, but it makes playing easy and the lines and Miss Edie sending everybody out when the, you know, when, when Lotto got over a million dollars, we had, a you know, it took three hours to get a ticket. People were driving to Shrewsbury when we didn't have the games in our state. I remember all these frenzies cause I'm local, but I, I would say that the ease of doing this now and having machines and, and you just put it and you could pick whatever you want. You get a lot of information back as to what colors people want, what games they want to play, what they're into, whether they love the wishbone as much as you and I love the wishbone. You'll find that out soon, right? And I certainly hope that they love it as much as I do and as much as you do. I think they will because um, the game is not only fun to play, but we've stacked it with the second chance contest. And it's just it looks so different from the very modern and um, just, you know, the look and feel of the majority of our products are very different from the look and feel of this. This The aesthetic of this is very retro and vintage. And it's, 
I can't wait for you to see it and have Look it. Look at how hand. excited you are. <laughs> I am very excited. It's you once a glimmer you see it, you in your eye, you know, <laughs> well, I do too. And I'll be giving them away. And uh, it is a pleasure to know you and have you on anything you want to say about the Ravens. I mean, I'll just let you, cause you are a Raven fan. You help birds up. I now owe you a copy of purple rain one and two. I'm trying to figure out if there's going to be a purple rain three and uh, precarious, right? I mean, letting the Chiefs run around a little bit right now, but man, eight months without football. It's get, we're getting into that weird time right now. We got to like watch baseball and basketball and do other things. Yeah, you know, um, I'm an English Premier League fan, so my my football is still happening. Um, but I'm a Ravens fan first and foremost. And um, you know, you just mentioned we're going into the dark period, um, which is hard, but it's. You know, there's all sorts of stuff that happens in the off season as, if, as long as you dial in and stay dialed in. Um, I have faith, right? I have faith in our team and in our organization that they will do right by us and sign everybody they need to sign and have enough money left over to, you know, pay other players and preserve draft picks and everything they have to do. I don't envy them. I would not want to be in their seats right now doing all of that negotiation, but I have to have faith that it'll all work out. Otherwise I'll drive myself nuts. There was life after Flacco. There shall be life after Lamar Jackson one way or another. So uh, rest easy, Kate. You're making great games. I hope to get you back on. We're, we're bringing you back into the rotation here when the next uh, set of games come out. Kate Harry makes games for the Maryland. Is that fair enough to say? I mean, I yeah. call you the director of like all that stuff, but you make games. What you do? Yeah, that's exactly what I do. Hey, man, I've talked about games for 31 years around here. Don't tell anybody. But uh, Kate Airy from the Maryland Lottery. We're going to get the uh, Maryland Crab Cake Tour back out on the road. Uh, even though I'm wearing my Costas in shirt, I'm going to be at Drug City on the 3rd of March eating the Drug City Crab Cake from the fountain upstairs uh, and celebrating uh, some really cool community people, which is what the Maryland Crab Cake Tour was designed to do. That's March 3rd. Also brought to you by our friends at Window Nation, 866-90-NATION. You buy two, you get two free. Uh, and that's two years of 0% financing. And I'll tell you, I got my windows in August. They didn't give me two years of uh, 0% financing, but it's been a great, great winter. So uh, make sure you're taking care of that. We always take care of our sponsors. We'll be doing that again on the 8th of March as well at Fadley's. We get back and get the classic crab cake. It might be, might be the last time we're at Fadley's in the original space. So uh, we're looking forward to doing that on March 8th with Damie uh, and everybody down there in the family, the divine family. So uh, they were on uh, all sorts of television shows recently and Mike Rowe, everybody's been out seeing them. So uh, we're going to get a little uh, update from them as well on March 8th. All right, I'm Nestor. We are WNST, AM 1570, Towson, in Baltimore. Keep your eyes out. Those 50th anniversary wishbones. <clears throat> I'll pull my Clint Eastwood out and say, do you feel lucky? We're BaltimorePositive.com. Stay with us.